From Breaking Bad to Calling Soul, agents led by Son of Call. Oh, Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies. Supergirl just flew on by. We're chilling, watching Netflix. How much time's gone by? We're talking TV. From suits to supernatural. Talking TV. Blacklist and the Rebels. Sherlock's Big Bang went off black. True Detective bombed its second crack. The Walking Dead. Arrow and the Flash. Get into TV talking Flaro. That's right, isn't it? Yes. Well, this week, definitely. As we stated, if you listened to our Shield chat last week, we're separating the Marvel and the DC yes. shows. This is strictly going to be the Balanti uh, universe. But this yeah. week, uh, or last week <clears throat> rather, because it's the week in review, it's only Flaro, as you said. Next yeah. week, we're talking Supergirl and Legends as well. So yes. it should be Super Flamoro next week. Yeah, Super Flamoro. <laughs> it was so much easier when it was <laughs> only Flamoro. You might need to work on that. Yeah. Just, just a little bit. I thought that was good. It is not bad. Super Flamoro. I mean, you say it's not bad. I still feel like we're going to be working on it in 22 weeks when the shows are finished. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I could say it after a couple of drinks too, so... Maybe we come up with it when we have had a couple of drinks. I like it. Yeah. It, this is all spoilers, okay? We're not we're not reviewing it. We're reviewing and discussing it. Full spoilers from the get-go. Yeah. You have been warned. Uh, can I go first? Yes. I loved it. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> Terry? Uh, it was awesome. I'm, I am a bit confused with one thing, but other than that, it was awesome. All right. It was a great start. Mitchell? Yeah, just a bit, you know. <laughs> no, I loved it. No, no, no. It was it was very cool. Very cool. Yeah. All right, that's our wrap-up. What do you think of Arrow? <laughs> <laughs> You've almost just hinted at my biggest take from it at the end is that it did wrap up very quickly. Like, th- this is a big thing to, to uh, end Season 2 last season was that he has changed everything. And our mm. big question in the off-season was if he changes everything, the other two shows are changed as well. Less yeah. so Supergirl because she's in an alternate universe or whatever. But... Essentially, Arrow doesn't survive past midway through season two of his own show because yep. that's when Barry saved his life yep. and countless times since then that they've interacted. Uh, the legends are essentially not created because they have to do with the bad guys in Flash and Arrow and they wouldn't have come together, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then come the end of this episode, you realise and you understand why Arrow, which was starting on TV the next night, wasn't going to be affected because Flashpoint is over with a little glitch with an yes. asterisk there the asterisk yeah. being in the shape of Iris West yeah I, that's the bit that I'm confused because he's gone back and everything seems to be exactly the same except that one thing so how did so that why? Did, do you think that um, uh, reverse, it's reverse Eobard right mm. yep I think Barry in one of his many cocky lines that he threw at reverse flash was like well everything's back to normal you know and he's and he sort of just smirked and he said oh yeah okay yeah yeah sure you'll find out so but i don't know whether him being the the well-versed um time traveler that he is he's obviously been doing this a long a lot longer than what our barry has he's only been doing it for like what two years he might know that there would be an effect, even if he didn't know what it was, but being the bad guy and the arsehole that he is, he's laying claim to it, going, oh, you'll find out what's wrong, runs off, he has no idea. Or, and I'm, I'm going to subscribe to your theory, Ben, is that, yes, he did do something. It'd be cool if he did. Whatever it is. Because yeah. at the moment, we don't really know who our villain is in this season. Because mm. we've come back, and the whole first episode was dedicated to Barry... You know, changing things and living in an alternate yeah. reality. How cool was Cisco? Cisco was pimping. Oh he was pimping. Oh, 
But one of the coolest things was the alternate reality. He did it like almost verbatim Back to the Future, where a timeline skewed into an alternate reality. <laughs> I was watching it going, ah, oh, it's a whiteboard. Ah, oh, it's Back to the Future. <laughs> Mitchell, this is awesome. This is season one of Flash for you and I, where every week, Terry, and this is before I think you allowed yourself just to throw yourself into our madness that is the Flash recap. I came partway through your whiteboard madness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we would just scribble all over it. Yeah. And some would say brilliance. I mean, it was brilliance, <laughs> but in brilliance there is madness. And that whiteboard was sheer madness. There were lines going everywhere. Thank God we had four or five different coloured pens. Well, that's essential. That, yeah, it was when you're dealing with time travel. But um, just while, before we get into the nitty-gritty of it, I just want to say that with um, Ebert, I, this is an Ebert obviously we haven't really dealt with before because we've always seen the Harrison Wells version. Yes. We've only had small glimpses of this Ebert thought. I love him. Was it the same actor? Yes. yes. Okay. It's the same guy that's always played the original in inverted commas, uh, Reverse Flash. He really establish himself. I don't want to see the Harrison Wells version again. I don't know whether it's possible, depending on what they want to do, but this guy, in this one episode, in like three scenes, three short scenes, I'm like, this is the villain that I want to see. Not obviously yeah. the villain of the yep. season. But, it, but no, that's that's where I was kind of getting to before when I said we don't know who the villain is. Is it going to be him? Yeah, bud. Is this going to be, let's say, he is responsible for Iris's thing, whatever mm. that is, and is therefore Barry going to go up against him or do we don't see him for much further down the track? What do you think, Terry? Well, I'm actually too busy thinking about how he went to the toilet that whole time he was in that cage. Oh, I do want to talk about the cage a fair bit, <laughs> very, actually. Very quickly, I imagine. <laughs> Maybe he does and he can... There was no can... toilet in there. Oh, no, and he but... couldn't go quickly because his powers He's... were... That's right. ...held back. So how did mm. he... Because he... Um, yeah. Barry was bringing him food. Yes. What goes in must... Yes. Although maybe he's not giving him the uh, required calories, so he's literally keeping everything he ingests. You know, Barry has to consume like 10,000 calories a day or something. Dude's got to pee, though. I mean, sure he does, but he can like... Look, I don't know. I want to talk about the (laughs) That's a good question. It's a bloody good question. (laughs) I don't think we're going to resolve that question today. And you know what? Toileting is a great issue that comes up in TV. Ben, you and I are massive fans of 24. Yeah. Now oh, that they never show, went to the toilet. In, n- I don't think they ate either, did no, they? Never ate. Never or slept. Never had a drink. Well, never it's went only to the a toilet. Day. It's I a mean, day, yeah. and most of the time he'd he'd been up from the previous day as well. So he'd had like a thirty-six to forty-hour spell. Never took a piss. Yeah. The other Flash, not West. The the other bad guy. Oh, uh, the rival. Yes. Yes. Yeah, see, we actually thought it was going to be Barry's dad. Oh, right. Oh, so you're watching the mask it, right. off, it was just yeah. some random, random guy. Random, yeah. See, I, uh, you can check it out. Obviously, all our stuff is on getintogeek.com. I uh, did have an, an article uploaded when the actor who plays... Uh, the rival was announced. Now, he's an Australian actor. Uh, Tuttle Sands used to be on Home and Away. He went on to be in Spartacus. I think he's in the Vampire Diaries now or one of those shows. I'm not terribly sure. Um, but anyway, uh, he got cast and so I, I put up on you know that he's an Australian because so is Reverse... Uh, so is Kid Flash. Um, he's, an, he's an Aussie. Um, Kid Flash. Kid Flash. Um, 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 Wally. Oh, is he Australian? He's an Australian, yeah, oh. yeah. And uh, which I mean, we haven't even discussed the fact that he is the Flash. Yeah. Um, but we'll get to that as well. Um, but yeah, at the start, that first scene, and the rival pops up, and I'm like, oh, there, this, here comes Todd, and um, 
he really hit, hit his accent really well and the way that he speaks. And come the end, he, it's quite it's, it's revealed that it's him. But you're right, there was that little bit of, you know, ambiguous sort of nature to, to his identity. And you never know, once you throw an alternate timeline, I mean, that could have been that world's version of anybody, really, that we've, that we've, that we've established. And on that, one of my great problems with this, and I know it's time travel and this times, Legends of Tomorrow, they're contradicting each other, contradicting themselves, depending on what week it is. Where, or rather, why is our Barry this world's version of Barry? You know, like, he essentially replaced himself when he went back in time and saved his mother, right? He goes back in time after another version of himself took him away to safety so that he doesn't get killed by reverse flash, right? That's how this whole series started, was young Barry getting taken away. We later find out that's by a future version of Barry. Now, our Barry, the most futurist Barry, and I know I'm sounding really confusing, he shows up at the end of Season 2, saves his mother from uh, being killed, and seemingly locks up reverse flash. And then, as we see at the start of this episode... He then jumped forward in time back to present day with Reverse Flash, locks him up. But I'm like, hang on, where's that kid version of you that another version of you saved on that same night that you then changed for the rest of time? Wouldn't he just disappear? Well, somebody disappeared. But why did he disappear? I know that at the end of the episode, it, it, it all changed again. And maybe that's a clue as to my question from the start of the episode. But that young Barry got taken away. Our Barry then jumped forward in time and seemingly took the place of that young Barry. Mm. Obviously retained all of his memories, which is very convenient, but I guess but the time jump helped out. Well. Um, but yeah, he managed to keep them for six months. But that was my thing. I think as far as I understand the rules of this show, and again, Legends contradicts this show's version of time travel, but that's another story. Let's just focus on Flash. Shouldn't that young Barry have still been around and grown up? Like, I was fully expecting this this season to start with our Barry hiding. But then you can't have two Barrys. I know. but And then clearly they, they, made that, they made that decision. And they just didn't address it. And that's what... I feel like that's a big question that they needed to address. Or have they addressed it in the past two seasons that I've forgotten about? And please feel free to write in. You can comment on this post when it goes up. Send us an email, getintogeek uh, at gmail.com and answer me. Because I'm sure I'm forgetting something. I'm more than happy to admit that. But that was my sort of glowing problem with the, with this episode. And then also that, that cage as well I had an issue with. They... I know in, in, in fiction with this sort of stuff, if they start to explain something, you kind of have to explain everything because mm. if you explain a little, there's questions being asked. But if you don't explain anything, I don't feel so bad if I don't get told anything in a film because then I don't feel that they're not telling me certain things. So the fact they didn't even allude to what this cage is made out of other than glass, which of course we know wouldn't stop the flash. And I know I'm waffling on. It's just those two things seem like such obvious questions in the show and it's like, well, if we don't address them, we're going to completely make this storyline redundant in 42 minutes anyway, and then everyone will forget about it. And the whole Irish thing will be the big question. I want to know with the with the memory loss. So he was losing it for the six months, three months? It was he was three there? months. Three months. So he was, uh, he was losing his memories. The more he used his yeah. speed. So once he went back into the normal timeline, does he now... Do those memories come back to him, or has he lost them forever? Like, will there be gaps in his own memory in the where he is right now? I just well, presume they come back because he's gone back to the correct timeline. Right. That and was re- my presumption. And remember too, he um, he did kiss 
alternate version of Iris, and some memories actually came back to him when he yeah. did that. Uh, I don't yeah. know why, because it's still that alternate version of Iris, but I guess... She's supposed to have this huge influence yeah. over him because of their love for each other. Yeah, I so I saw that like at least some of the memories, but maybe that quick little montage was meant to indicate to the audience all of his memories that he's now lost, but he knows that if he doesn't go back, he's going to lose them eventually. Um, but yeah, you're right. Does he now retain the memories of that alternate universe that we that he spent in this first episode? Is he able to go and tell Cisco, you wouldn't believe it, but for three months I've been living in an alternate future? Surely he's got to tell Cisco that he was a billionaire in an alternate we are, and just have to see Cisco's mind playing like, hang on, I'm really happy with my life, but are you telling me that I was dating supermodels and I was a billionaire yep. running Star Labs? Well, not even Star Labs, Ramon Industries or whatever it was called? Yeah. You know? It was, it was very cool. Yeah. I need to talk about the end of the episode where they give us the little hook, the teaser, the the, the bit at the end. Mm. So the the dude who was the rival in the alternate timeline seems to wake up in... Is it in Barry's reality that he is now? Or yep. are we in the, our, our reality. Our the reality we've always known. Yeah. yeah, so he wakes up. It is the rival, right? The yes. same guy. And there's a voice going on and then something gets scratched into a thing. Our alchemy? Yes. Was it like a reborn thing? Well, I... I You've been recreated as alchemy. Obviously, he's always existed in our timeline. We've just never met him before because he's a human, a regular guy, never affected by the particle accelerator like the alternate version of him uh, was, uh, who became the rival. So maybe in, in the, the you know the theory of time travel in, in certain fictions is that time is like a river. You can you know drop something in it and create ripples, but eventually the flow is to, is going to get back to you know going the way that it was always destined, and that maybe the destiny for this guy is that he was always going to become a villain. But that means Wally's also going to be a speedster. Well, I mean, Wally was affected by a a different version of the public accelerator, what, third last episode or whatever, yeah. last season, yeah, whatever it was. Right. So, yeah, and now that we've seen this happen in an alternate world, I can comfortably talk to Ben about the fact that Wally West is the Flash in the comics. There is Barry, and in the comics... Um, Wally is Iris's... Well, in, again, they change different things up, but the one currently in the DC Comics uh, that they've, they've brought back when they've rebirthed um, their comics line, Wally is the nephew of Iris. And he comes to live with Iris and Barry and really takes ba Barry really takes him under his wing. This kid idolizes the Flash, and then in the end, Barry's like, "Hey, guess what? I am the Flash." And then when he grows up and you know gets struck by lightning while holding a batch of chemicals, of course, uh, and becomes uh, essentially Kid Flash or just another version of the Flash. Yeah, while which Barry they made some jokes the about in this episode as well, which I thought was kind of nice, where they call him Kid. Oh, no, yeah. I'm the Flash. No, I think we call him Kid. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. That was really good. So hopefully, yeah, Wally will uh, will get the chance to become the Flash again in the next couple of episodes. Going back to this guy at the end, though, Alchemy. Yeah. Who was the voice talking to him? Do we yeah, know? I don't know. Or is I... that still a secret? Maybe it was Earbud. Maybe. Or maybe this is the first taste we have got of the seasonal villain. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. just to, to finish off with Ebard, like we were saying before, I I am going to make the prediction that Ebard will, will act a bit like, you know, a bit Loki-ish as far as being a villain. Like, um, he won't necessarily be the bad guy at the front of the story, but will just be at the back, just sort of popping in occasionally, messing stuff up. Yeah. Well, I want to know how much he can do currently because he obviously when uh, Barry was all messed up 
he could have just killed Barry right then and there. Didn't but he say did that? I wish I could kill you right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I wonder how much he can be a current villain because he's from the future. So mm. he obviously needs Barry to do certain things yeah. so that in the future he can exist. Yeah. So he may, it may not be possible for him to be the the villain ever present. Yeah. Did anyone else find them going just them going back to the future way too easy? They just oh, ran yeah. Yeah. and then all of a sudden they were in the future. It always seems in the past that it's such <clears throat> an emotional thing for Barry. A bit like in X-Men, they mutate when like they're going through puberty and things because it's such an emotional and physically changing state anyway that it, it triggers it. And the first time that he ever went back in time, they're like, faster, 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 faster. It was a giant wave coming and did something had happened to Joe. Like He was being held prisoner by the Weather Wizard and he just revealed himself to be the Flash to Iris. So mentally, he was going through some shit. And last season, I know it's happened again, but last season, the season finale, he's like, screw this. I've had such a horrible life because of everything that these bad guys have done to me. My parents have been taken away by these supervillains who only exist because of who was going to become in the future. Paradox, blah, blah, blah. And he runs back in time to save his mother. Again, emotionally scarred and, and, and troubled. But then you're right. He knocks out Reverse Flash takes him outside, jumps straight back into the future like it was nothing, and then at the end of the episode, go back in time, save, uh, change it, jump back into the future again, and it's like, oh, guys, like that's four times in this episode now. Let's not try and establish that this is a thing that you can just do willy-nilly. Otherwise, yeah. you would never have a bad guy because you're just like, oh, what's, who's this? Let's figure out who he is. I'll go back in time by three days and lock him up or something, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah there were no Easter eggs, were there, no, this time? Because normally so. when they're running through time, that takes time. Yes. Yeah. And there's little, there's none of that, was there? No. No, which is probably good because... And Reverse Flash was kind of dragging Flash yeah. because he had no energy. So yeah. how the hell did they get back to the future? Well, I get the feeling that Reverse Flash, at least that version of him, is is quite skilled and can just do it. I guess know? he'd have to be, yeah, to come back because he's hundreds of years in the future that yeah. he's come back yeah. from, yeah. I can't believe we haven't even hinted at it yet, but yeah, the end of the episode. And at the start, I thought, hang on, imagine if Barry has to decide this guy has to kill his mother. And then 20 minutes later, that's and he goes in there and he goes, ask me, I want you to ask me to do it. It was like, good. I want you to kill my mother. And I'm like, holy shit, man. <laughs> like, this is, some, this is some serious shit. This is serious. It's wrapped that up too, which is good, because there's always been, right from the beginning, Barry's like, I wish you could save her, I wish you could save her, I wish you could save her. That's done now, because yeah. he knows he can't. So we're, it's going to really take the show, mm. you know... It was at least Barry's character in a direction that's not living in the past. Yeah, yeah, that's not true. thinking of the past. Just the weight of that, like not only with the mother, like that's obviously the, the genesis of everything, but knowing that he's not only going to kill his mother or allow his mother to be killed, but then allow his father to be incarcerated and wrongly convicted of said murder and um, then for his father to get out only to be killed by Zoom, you know, and for him to come back and Joe there saying... You know, hey, are you feeling okay? He goes, no, I'm, I'm great. I, I feel, so, I feel closure. You know, because he got to spend three blissful months with his parents, um, which was kind of funny because they were obviously completely unaware of everything, and so they're looking at him like, oh, it's maybe it's time you got a girlfriend and moved out. You know, because oh, yeah. you're like nearly thirty, dude. You know, maybe move out. And he's like, I've never known you guys like this. You know, I want to stay in this place yeah. forever. But can I sleep in your bed, <laughs> dude? You're a, lot to yeah, make a up bit for. old for that. <laughs> I loved how in the alternate reality, Cisco 
came up with a name. Weather oh, we wizard. We should call this guy the weather wizard. Yeah. He's like, dude, you're still coming up with names. That's awesome. <laughs> and cool too, like the whole Ripple thing is that he's still helping the Flash and that Iris still knows who the Flash is. But it was kind of cool that, you know, Wally said this accident happened to him and he just told his sister about it and they've been helping each other and they're like a little, they're their own little secret team. Yeah. Um, although, you know, they instantly believed Barry and then Barry instantly believed them about it. They just started oversharing, I think, a little too quickly. Maybe an extra scene in there or something. Or an extra um, episode. Well, perhaps, yeah. yeah. But had you have carried it over to a second episode where we're watching an alternate version of this world, yet in between those two episodes, Arrow. we get to see Arrow, yeah. who's still just going on with his life, yeah. unchanged. That's true. They would yeah. have. They almost had to... Unless they did a really bizarre Arrow episode where yeah. he was just still pimping in the town, yeah. just going out to <laughs> nightclubs. Because then stuff. you've got to think as well, is that not everyone who watches The Flash watches Arrow, and not everyone who watches Arrow watches The Flash. So this world, really, they're affected by each other. So Arrow technically, had they have stretched this Flashpoint story out, Arrow should have went back to maybe Oliver Queen is dead and Diggle is Arrow and Laurel's still alive or something. But then all the arrow only watching audience are going, What the what the hell is what is what are we watching? This doesn't make any sense. And then next week it's a sequel to the true follow up rather to season four's finale. Yeah, so people would be yeah freaked out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I liked it still. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. Black or I white it by all means. Excellent. Yep. Yeah. Let's move to Arrow. Yes. Speaking of Arrow. Uh, I enjoyed it, but I had a couple of issues. So, okay. I take exception to your butt. Look, Oliver Queen is, is a badass, right? He was able to kill Ra's al Ghul. He was able to kill um, Damien Dark. Yeah. But a thug like Tyrese... Sorry, Tyrese, because he's from The Walking Dead. It was him, was it? Yes. I was just like, yes, doing that to me. From the Walking Dead. He's just a thug. And yeah. he couldn't take him out? Yeah, yeah. Well, I've mentioned this that several was, times. Yeah. Like, he does this, this, and this, and then... Thea had to come in and save him from the guy yeah. with the, the burning thing. And, the and speaking of... The, okay, so... Ridiculous. Um, season... Was it two or three? When, with the intro of Arrow, he had to become someone else. Two. Two. Yeah. Okay, so he stopped killing people in season two because um, uh, Felicity didn't want him to kill people and Laurel didn't want him to kill people. Now um, he's killing people, which I thought was... Awesome, <laughs> yes. right? I loved it. But he goes, he gets, he's with Thea. Thea has an issue with him killing people, and they go back to the lair. And Felicity's like, "Oh, does she have a problem with you?" And it's like, "Hang on a minute, you're the one that didn't want him killing people, and now you're advocating yeah. it and wondering why Thea has a problem." It's like, I've said it all along. I'm not a fan of Felicity. Not a fan of Felicity. No, I know. But it's, it's, it was just a bit strange. One minute, you know, you can't kill people, you can't do this, you mm. need to be the good person. And now she's totally okay with him just killing all these people. I don't yeah. know, Mitch. I, I mean, I'm I, okay I, with I, it, I can but... buy. I can buy that a woman can change her mind. I can... <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I don't see it as being an impossibility. Sure. <laughs> Well, no, you're right. I, I thought about that um, uh, a little bit, actually. I was just more overwhelmed by the fact that, and Ben and I spoke about this um, prior to recording, that we were just, I think, excited. Uh, it, it sounds weird to say you're excited to see even a fictional character kill another fictional character, but I was ready for it because yeah. he's not killed so many people who deserved it yes. when he's had the opportunity yep. to do so for 
I get two seasons, yeah. two and a half seasons now. So he's back to now. Again, he he was he was kidnapped back during to the, the first film. Arrow. And, yeah, and I know yeah. we're we're jumping all over the spot in the episode, but he is kidnapped as mayor of Oliver Queen and he's being tied up behind a chair and a corrupt cop comes up to him and is sort of taunting him and whatnot and you know I love the oh you're tied to the chair and you just reveal his hands like dude I've been out of this for so long I've just been waiting for you to say something stupid but gets that guy in a brace and breaks his neck because he hasn't even it's not like he knew that he was the arrow he just knew that he could do it do some cool shit he's like no one can know my secret and he's also getting rid of a bad guy breaks his neck Jeez. and I'm just like oh you go from not killing people for three years to breaking a neck I mean maybe start off by shooting them in the shoulder or something <laughs> like near the heart and accidentally killing someone wow like what a jump back into action yeah yeah well it's it's a few months at least. How long has he been doing it? Three, four months? Did they allude to? They in the tend episode? to, yeah. They tend to work on the same sort of time frame. Yeah, so. So I reckon three months. Yeah. yeah. So he's been doing it for quite some time. It, it is hard, as you said, Mitch, to to go. Yeah, it's great. He's killing people. It's amazing. Because <laughs> really, he probably shouldn't be. But it was so good. But it. I think for me, I loved season one and two because it was. Especially season one because it's ma- it's just a dude. Mm. It's just a dude. There's no supernatural stuff going on. There's no metahuman stuff going on. It's just a dude, and he's come back from an island, and this guy is mean. Like mm. he is unstoppable, which I love that aspect of it. And when he said, "No one can know my secret," and I think I said this to you, Mitch, he killed the guy, and I didn't even flinch. It it wasn't until he had the um, the thing with Thea in the elevator that you were talking of, Terry, before that um, Felicity overheard, that I realised that, yeah, that's right, he hasn't been killing people for a while. <laughs> because I, it must it was almost to me like it was a bad dream yep. that, that he was all light and fluffy, rainbows and all the rest of it. Yep. Because I just went, oh, yeah, no one can know his secret. I'll, I'll buy that. <laughs> I, I didn't even flinch. I'm like, yeah, cool. That, that's what happens. Yep. I was back. It's almost like I'd forgotten Season three and four. Mm. And I felt like they warmed you up pretty well to it as well at the start of the episode, like that pre-credit sequence where I, I forget exactly... Oh, is it Anarchy? He was fighting Anarchy again? The scarred face? I hate that guy. I do not like him as a villain. I do not care. I'm not threatened by him. He annoys the shit out of me. You know what I'm talking about? He had a thing for Thea. He, he, he was the one who tried to blow up the underground bloody lair that um, Damien Dark had last season. Anyway, that's who Oliver's fighting at the start of the episode. And that, it was a pretty good little fight. They're falling through floors and punching each other through walls. And Again, Oliver, and should have, Oliver should have just owned him. For By all means. Yeah, exactly. Know. It was just good to see some brutality, though. And then, like, he's, you know, firing arrows into people's hands to keep them away from the bombs or whatever else is going on. And then he walks away, you know, past the screen, says something cool. Dun, 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 dun. And I'm like, oh, well, we're back. We're back. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm ready. Like, it was two minutes into the episode. I'm like, give me the season. I'm not worried now. Like, you know, this season could be terrible, but you've kicked it off with a bang. And I think it needed that after last season, which I don't think any of us hated uh, when we did our uh, season finale wrap um, last year, but we weren't overly thrilled with it at the same time because they just seemed to pull a lot of punches. And um, I think they at least tried to establish we're going to start slowly making up for it this season. Uh, And, Ben, you finally know what Laurel whispered to Oliver. Because you remember yeah. you were hoping that she had whispered something like, you know, don't tell anyone I'm not dead or... Yeah, yeah, like he fakes her death yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, now you know. Well, I did think that at the time. 
And I don't believe we've seen the end of that flashback yet. You don't reckon? Potentially. Mm. So she says what she says, but then they cut away and she's still alive. So there could be more to that favour, like a two-parter. Like she becomes a yellow canary or something instead. <laughs> no, 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 not, not at all. I don't, what did she say? I don't want me to be the last... The last canary. Yeah, blah, 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 and fair enough, and then they pull away, right? Yep. You can flash back again and it could be like, and also, I need you to fake my death. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's still a chance. I think they've purposely left that open. That we might be the mid-season finale. Could be. You know, and then they throw us into another two-month break, and we've Look just at got me. that hanging over our Spent heads. three years wanting to get rid of Laurel. Now I just want her back. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing. She was, from in in many ways, the worst part of our favourite seasons of the show. Yeah, and then she in turn brought the brutality when Oliver seemed to back away from it. It's very, um, very weird the way that it uh, that it all works out. Can we talk flashbacks for a moment? Because one of Arrow's greatest strengths has been the the, the duality of the shows and how they tie in together obviously mm. uh, most of the case, time I mean, case in last point, season was a bit average but yeah yeah case in point the uh, the thumbs dislocating we saw how he learnt that and then we did it nice and obvious <laughs> um, finally he's in Russia loving it mm. it's just I've been wanting him ever since uh, was it season two where he no but season one yeah. I think very one. early yeah. very early in season one where he's one. with Diggle and he, he went in as a um, a captain or whatever it is of the Bratva. Yeah. Because normally, or what it's normally been doing is the flashbacks have not only alluded to um, his skills and all the rest of it, but have alluded almost to the bad guy of the season or the villain of the season. Yeah. Could his friend from Russia turn up halfway through the season as the bad guy? <sighs> I wonder whether they would do that again. Because we spent a season and a half knowing, in inverted commas, that Slade Wilson was his friend on the island, only to suddenly be revealed, oh no, he's actually the bad guy pulling the strings on Brother Blood, and then you, in the flashbacks, find out why. I wonder whether they would do that again, in in, in some way to get back to the glory days, when mm. season two is arguably the best season of this show. I wonder whether they do that, or for those, and I, I, I wish I could talk about it freely, but I also don't want to spoil it for you, an actor who has been cast for the Russian... Oh, maybe they actually did announce him for the flashbacks, but the the the, the Russian part of the storyline of this season. Now you can go on to getintogeek.com and uh, punch in Arrow into the search bar, and you can find out who who has been cast in this series. Who I'm very excited about because you're he being is so kind. A, I am being kind <laughs> to you, and I shouldn't because everybody else listening to this is going just what a dick. What a dick. He's sitting there talking all this stuff. He doesn't even know. A guy very well versed <laughs> to the action genre in film. Will I know him? Jean Claude Van Damme. Let's say Sylvester you... Stallone. Oh, Stop. I think I know who it is. Yeah, you probably do. Don't say. I mean, it's not gonna. I don't feel it's gonna ruin anything. Nah, for I don't you want knowing, to know. But I won't tell you. But if you want to go and check it out, just I mean, go to Google, punch in Arrow. I don't know. I was gonna say his name then. I... <laughs> Go to Get in the Geek. You can find out. Just punch an arrow, and a couple of articles will come up about uh, about the show, and you can you can find out there if you want to not be Ben and spoil it for yourself. So that's right. Yeah, I um, want the reveal. That's a very good question, though. Are they going to go back and and make a former ally an enemy? It would be a bit same samey, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Or, but again, are they just going to leave that character um, relegated into the flashback? side of the season. Mm. Or he could he could indeed be in the current part yeah. and, and be an ally. Yeah. And maybe, because we have seen it happen before, like you said, become an enemy, 
He's going to steal our attention, basically. We're going to be so focused on him. He's the magician's assistant. We're going to be focused on him going, no, 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 no. He's going to be the bad guy. We, you know, He's he's going to turn out to be the bad guy. Yeah, Meanwhile, someone else is there else. the whole time, perhaps. Yeah, well, I don't know. He's certainly, I don't know if he's so much of an ally. That initiation in the Bratford seems a bit mm. harsh, and that's only round one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. He's going to get a lot more punches before then, but... Have you noticed that we're getting closer to the timeline of how he ended on the island because yeah. that whole Russian se- series said mm-hmm. five years ago, yeah. which is only, what, one year before Arrow started because yeah. we're in season five. Well, yeah. the way it goes, so at the end of this season, yeah. that's it for flashbacks yeah. in real time. Yes. Yeah. Which I was thinking of, well, what do they do? Is that it? Do they just call it quits? I don't think so. No. What I thought they could do is start doing flashbacks to season one <laughs> of sub-stories that we didn't uh, get to see, but wait for it, yeah. it's a way of bringing back certain characters and actors into the show. So already like what they're doing with Laurel, they're keeping her alive, per se, by having her in these flashbacks or in alternate... You got. Yeah. You could have the father, you Tommy. Could have Moira, Tommy's yeah. back. Yeah. Once they start flashing back to the earlier seasons, I don't know how they would work it into a, a yeah, storyline. I, I don't know. I, I I have heard from the showrunner that, I mean, he could have been very vague in his answer, but he said the flashbacks are over as of season five because we have caught up, like like we're talking about. But he may just mean the flashbacks pre the story that we've been told from the first um, first episode. Yeah. So you could be right. I just wonder whether that that would really get the fans as well because there's a lot of fans who have lost a lot of faith in the show over the last two seasons, especially last year and the most recent episode of last season, whether they would go, yep, yeah, we're getting rid of flashbacks with a little asterisk. By the way, the new flashbacks are just flashing back to the first series. So technically, they're not a real flashback. They're just a, a trip down memory lane or something. I don't know. It's a very interesting theory mm. because I have not heard that before and that's a very good thought. I'm not sure that it'd work either, but it would be a good way to bring back some of the characters that we've lost along the way. Yeah. Speaking of characters, actually, that um, seemingly lost their way, and I don't think anyone, anyone's going to be upset. Are we done now with Laurel's dad and Felicity's mum? Their little love affair seems over. They just Jeez, sort of I threw hope them. so. Yeah. yeah, that was annoying. Yeah. Do you think, because they, they seem a bit like they're cleaning shop a little bit, you know? Like you said, Felicity pissed you off for so long, but all of a sudden she's not objecting to what to what Oliver's doing. Yeah. She's yeah. not bringing up their relationship yeah. troubles. She's supporting him in everything that he wants. So suddenly his whole team's gone. It's just getting him back to being violent, doing it by himself. And They're going you... back to basics. Yeah. I they've think. gotten rid of the other, like another love story between two secondary characters. Yeah. Well, not even two. One secondary character and one third, fourth tier carrier in um, in Felicity's mum. And surely that's, they've just like, yeah, by the way, that happened and we're not going to go back there again. We're not talking yeah. about it. And it's good news, obviously. Very much so. Yeah. <laughs> they were annoying. I do like Moss. I know, I know he's not Moss, but I can still call him Moss. Yeah. Well, you know who well, Moss gets because yeah, it pisses I, me off. Yeah. Sorry! What is his name in... Mr. This? Fantastic. Yeah, Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, sure. So he's um, obviously going to be a... Um, um, a superhero because he's just asked for training from... Oliver yes. in that episode he goes I want you to train me oh wow I miss. I actually missed that you know I told you I was doing told, the dishes no I wasn't doing the dishes but <laughs> my 18 month old was still awake and it was and then my wife came home from work and I decided to not press pause and all of a sudden the episode's over and I'm like yeah I've got everything <laughs> <laughs> hey speaking of the end of the episode um, who the friggin hell shooting arrows and killing cops oh yeah the black 
Uh, Seemingly Black Arrow, Arrow again. Yes. Yeah. I what? thought it could have been that thug that you, as you described him. Totally. You know how he went to, he went to all the other bosses, I guess, and said, "We need to unite to get rid of Arrow." Yeah. I got the feeling that it could have been him, mm. but only because no, but he's quite large. Well, so was the guy. Uh, Girth-wise. Girth. <laughs> <laughs> well, you so were gesturing something totally different. Yeah. Yeah. It was <laughs> quite weird. <laughs> if only this was a vodka. He's a big guy. Let's leave it at that. Yeah. Not to your own imagination. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I thought it could have been him, and particularly the way that he, as you pointed out earlier, went up against Oliver and held his own quite well. He Maybe he is quite but good. Wasn't he wearing the same as Merlin? Didn't, isn't that it, what Merlin used to... It was a very to, similar outfit. And that's why yeah. I thought it was him. Mm. It did look the same. It did look very similar to Merlin's outfit. It could be him, but I just don't think that's Merlin's. What if it's Slade? Mm. Would he dress up like that? I think he's going to come back as full Deathstroke and with his coloured mask and he's not going to hide as some other character. But, again, if it is Tyrese, the thug... Um, no, that's fine. That's how I know him as well. Uh, if If it is indeed him... Are they again really going back to old school where Oliver's opposite is the just evil version of him? Because in season one, it was Green Arrow versus Black Arrow. Yeah. You know? Um, and then it's, to some degree, it was it was the same in season two with Brother Blood or uh, Brother brother Blood or uh, Deathstroke, where he's this great human fighter going up against another human fighter. Less so once the whole. Um, uh, Mirakuru come into yeah. it, but still, it was far removed from Rachel Ghoul and even further removed from Damien Dark. So, are they just going to go back to having good guy with a bow and arrow against bad guy with a bow and arrow? Mm. Even if it's not that guy, the thug's guy's name, whatever his name is, even if it's not him, he potentially could be controlling that guy because it, I find it difficult to believe. Well, I hope they don't have too many villains because mm. they've got the he, he's controlling those bosses on one hand which they're obviously trying to set up as a, as a thread and then this other guy I, I hope that they're one and the same yeah. otherwise it'll just muddy the waters and make it too confusing and we get hints of vigilantes a bit, it was a bit the start of uh, The Dark Knight where um, Batman's going around stopping other people dressing up in really poor quality outfits as Batman trying to emulate him and, and go no, no no we can help you he's like I don't need your help and Oliver doing the same thing like at the start of the episode going I'm here to help you Green Arrow he's just like Shoo! arrow into you too he's like you better don't elevate that test me yeah <laughs> oh that was great elevate elevate what <laughs> cue the music I love it I've got goosebumps again but yeah I, maybe again he might be a bit whoever this guy is he might be the reverse flash of this series he's just going to be peppered throughout he might not be the seasonal villain so maybe he isn't Tyrese and it'll be interesting to see how it unfolds throughout the season and come back and listen to this and see if any of what we said made any sense at all. <laughs> and interesting too, when you think that they are going back to basics, more specifically for Arrow I'm talking about here, they are going back to basics, yet they're going to obviously have a crossover with Supergirl and a crossover with Legends of Tomorrow. So this back to basics grounded Arrow is all of a sudden going to be thrown in the mix with aliens and time travellers. You know, it's one thing for The Flash to do that because he's already more colourful and a little bit more out there than Arrow anyway. But, um, yeah, yeah. they're going to they shoot themselves in the foot a little bit by oh, going, hey, I we're back know. to basics, episode two, back to basics, come episode eight. Ooh, 
Atlas, okay, by the way, he's flying in a spaceship somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I think if Barry comes into Star City and says, hey, man, I need your help. I've got this stuff going on. It's pretty weird. Mm. And then um, Oliver goes and helps him. I think that's that's kind of okay because it's stepping outside. Yeah. If it's done the other way where something happens in Arrow that he calls up Barry and goes, hey, man, I've got an alien. Can you come and help me? I think that might be a bit left field. Yeah. Mm. And let's say, I mean, not to bring in the whole Marvel talk into a DC talk, but the best it's ever been done is currently what the Marvel Cinematic Universe are doing, where you got Captain America went from being a, just a soldier in a war. Sure, he's got like extra abilities, but he's essentially just a, a real man fighting against evil Nazis in World War Two. Next time we see him, he's fighting against aliens coming from the other side of the universe through a magic portal with giant ships and all this sort of stuff. And then you get into the Winter Soldier, and he's facing off against Hydra. Like, it's a spy agency versus this underground, essentially criminal organization. There's nothing supernatural about it. It's just this, again, soldier facing off against many evil men. And it worked. You didn't sit there, at least I didn't, and I don't think anyone, because everyone loves Winter Soldier because it's brilliant and one of the best films that Marvel have done. You don't sit there going, oh, come on, he's fought aliens. He can take down these guys because they show you why he can't beat these guys. So, yeah, he hasn't beaten Tyrese yet, but we've only getting a little bit of an indication as to why he can't, but maybe the next couple episodes when he does become essentially the... Um, uh, Pablo Escobar with his little Medellin of um, of of Thug Cruz. We f- we figure out why Arrow, at least by himself without a team, as he's a bit upset about at the moment, can't beat these guys. Yeah. Um, so maybe you're right. And then you know they sure give the crossover. He's taken away from that reality for a little while, reinsert him back into the the realness of his own series, and hopefully we'll buy it because. You know, Flash is great, and then you've got Supergirl great, Legends of Tomorrow very early on as well in its run. Arrow's in season five. Like, it could be at the risk, you know, in a season or two seasons ago. Okay, you've run your course. Um, by the way, we're going to have a new Superman series because obviously Superman's coming into Supergirl, and we're going to have a few other sub-characters get their own series. We're going to have very young series of these TV uh, characters. Whereas Arrow's already done his thing. Like, he's well ahead of the pack. I just don't want him to be the old guy that eventually becomes expendable to the whole makeup of this shared universe on TV. You just called Stephen Amell the old guy. <laughs> but he looks good. <laughs> well recovered. <laughs> don't don't listen to me, Steve. I'm sure you get very angry. Uh, that's okay. I've met him. Oh, he's a wonderful guy. Oh. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. No, I liked it. I did. I, uh, I liked it as well. Not as much as I did Flash. Mm, and I think... Um, did I watch them back to back? I can't remember. Uh, no, I don't think I did. And But either way, I still felt a little bit uh, underwhelmed compared to how I felt about Flash with his first episode. But compared to the season finale, um, I'm back on board, baby. I liked them both probably equally for different reasons. Mm. I just loved... And I hope they stay on... This is Arrow. I hope they stay on track with him being brutal. Yes. Just unstoppable again. I hope they don't fluff him up again. This isn't going to be a season of a path back to redemption. Screw that. I don't want that. Redeem with blood on your hands, brother. Just go for it. Yep. Good. How long will we be talking? Because I feel like next week we're going to be talking about twice as many shows. We're yeah, gonna... we're going to need some sort of timer, I think. Yeah. Like they have, like to play chess. Yeah. Every every fifteen minutes or something like that. Like we, you know, we don't get a full episode's That's worth. Still a long. I'm just saying. Right chat. now, what have we been talking about? An hour. Hey, I've enjoyed every second, guys. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we're going to be talking about twice as many shows next week. Obviously, uh, Supergirl uh, is on Monday nights on Fox Eight, and Legends of Tomorrow will debut on Friday the. 14th 
of October, 7.30 on uh, Fox 8 as well. All across the country, regardless of daylight savings. So four nights a week, Tuesday through to Friday, we have got uh, superhero TV shows in the DC universe. Well, Mitch, that's all the time we've got for this week because you've got to go off down to some wonderful exclusive junket down on the Gold Coast. Yeah. Lucky Just getting a preview of all the good stuff coming out in the movies next year. It's not a, not a big deal, guys. I actually saw 10 minutes of Doctor Strange yesterday, but it's fine. What about us, Terry? What did we see? <sighs> Nothing. <laughs> no. We didn't get any of the good stuff. Thanks, Mitch, but that's nice. Maybe you could put some stuff up online about yesterday's Doctor Strange. Yeah, well, unfortunately, a lot of it is under embargo, so I probably should even say, but, you know, just a little taste. Well, you can find out whatever I am allowed to talk about up on uh, getintogeek.com. That's uh, home to all of our reviews, uh, all the news, new trailers and things, and all of our podcasts, of course. Uh, Otherwise, you can listen to them on iTunes and SoundCloud. No doubt that's probably what you're doing right now. As far as getting in touch with us, otherwise, you can drop us an email. You want to send us some questions about the episodes, points you want us to bring up in the future and for next week as well. By all means, beat us to the punch and uh, we can get it, uh, onto it during uh, the recording of the podcast. Um, so that's getintogeek at gmail.com and on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram if you want to follow us there, like us, share us, do all the stuff to promote the show. Uh, we'll be uh, talking about all things geek and um, and news and reviews like I've said. So just at getintogeek on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I'm Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. I throw to you guys but everything's private so just get in touch with us via the show um, no, I'm social just media I'm off social media because I can't risk any spoilers yeah, I've you, removed myself you from are everything. a stronger man than I I don't exist <laughs> Barry went back in time and erased it <laughs> screwed just it deleted up. your account um, well yeah we're done then okay. until next week thanks guys oh. get into geek.com